I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the On The Box podcast, a television show podcast on the Anfield Index podcast channel. It's not been so regular like I promised, but you know what? There's been loads of other things to do. Life getting in the way. Liverpool Football Club, more importantly, even though they haven't played. But today, today it's a very, very special show. Very special, personally, and to my guests as well, because it's one of our most favourite shows we're covering. It's one of those that's been cancelled or, or has run its course, so it's, um, you know, one that's not recent or anything. It finished in 2012, I think, 2011-12, and it's Chuck. So, to join me in talking about Chuck, I have the former host of this podcast, Mr. Simon Brundish, also known as The Devil. How you doing, Si? Not just host, I invented the goddamn show. <laughs> it's entirely my idea. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, well, you know what? That's it, man. I, I pick up the things that shit people can't do, you know? <laughs> people fucking leave halfway. <laughs> right. And also joining me, and I was so surprised last weekend when he told me he loved this show. And I was like, that's it, we're doing it. I want you on the show. It's Mr. Marco Lopez, the host of, the co-host, sorry, of the Anfield Index podcast. Hang on a second. You're going to have to qualify that. What do you mean you were surprised? Well, I because I don't meet many people that like this show, and like it was only just me and Sai. I think I knew, and now everybody's coming out of the woodwork. I'm getting tweets. I'm getting Instagrammed about how people loved it. I'm like, whoa! All of a sudden, doing this show is perfect because people will listen. This is amazing. I was worried at the start at the start, but so many people love it. So many. So let's get going on this. Let's get going. I mean. Before we start, before we start, always before we start, we do something. So what are you watching right now? So before we get into the crooks of Chuck, what are we watching right now? Sai, come on, hit the listener with what you're watching right now and what they should be watching quickly. Literally, I'm watching The Voice. It's it's literally on my TV right now. I mean, what are you watching in terms of, you know, TV shows? (laughs) Really not an awful lot. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm in a really weird place. Uh, Kate and I, we barely watch the same TV at all anymore. We don't share any of the same shows. It's, it's, it's a sad thing. And then it ends up with me just doing work and her watching TV. 
and and I really don't have many at all. I'm I'm watching the same stuff that you do. So I I watch watch uh, Arrow, Flash. I, I vaguely keep up with Legends, but it's not my favourite. Supergirl, no. Um, but him. Supergirl. And Supergirl, yeah, yeah. Supergirl. I, I I go through phases of loving Supergirl or just liking it and staring at the hot girl. <laughs> I've I've gone into a phase where I'm switched off <laughs> from everything apart from Flash now. So I find myself on my phone if I'm watching Legends, Supergirl, or or Arrow. Even my girls will watch them and enjoy them, but I just can't. I, I'm I'm losing the. I'm not as passionate now. It's weird. Yeah, it's, Arrow needs more fel- more felicity. Yeah, yeah, it must be that. It must be. But yeah. Um, okay, Marco, what are you watching at the moment, mate? Apart from The uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, which of course, as we all know, is Simon's favourite show. He loves <laughs> it. He loves it so much that, uh, you know, he, he, he goes back to it at, at, at any given point in time. Yeah, he, I'm watching you know what, the same thing. One of my athletes last week said to me, yeah. um, she knows Katie likes it. And she's like, you've got to ask her, you've got to ask her, what? Which weapon would she use in the apocalypse? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Bear in mind that these people have ne- haven't met each other ever. And, uh, but it was a thing. And then so I went, I to Kate, okay. Louise asked, what, question, what, what weapon would you use in the apocalypse? Whatever it means. And then she went into this in-depth detail. She'd thought about it implicitly for a long period of time. There's some apparently some black woman that has a long sword, and she would use this special long sword thing because it it keeps it at a distance, so she, it's not too gruesome, um, but it's awesome and, and it would be over over quickly. And fucking brilliant! I love it. Listen, listen. There's nothing like a good knife in a zombie game. I can I can tell you as a regular player of Left 4 Dead and, and Dying Light and, and <laughs> good knife things. in a zombie but, game. But, but, <laughs> Anyway, anyway, let's do digress. Uh, watching Walking Dead, mixed feelings about it, must be honest, but uh, that's another show. Uh, watching Elementary, loving it with the wife, and watching whatever film happens to happen along. But really, that's it in terms of TV, because the rest of it is Pink Panther on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure you guys don't want me to tell you about that. Anyway, right. I have watched recently the O.J. Simpson Netflix show. Um, I thought it was good in parts. It was interesting, but thought some of the acting, especially John Travolta, was absolutely horrendous at times. Uh, yeah, really, but, I thought it was good. I, I, no, I, I thought the show was. Ago. I thought the show was good, but I just thought some of the acting was just atrocious. I just thought he just looked so plasticky in that. He does. Everybody wow. else was good. Most of them, most of them were good. But um, what else was there? Gone back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, season three. So got back on the, the, the that show. So I need to do that with Bargy soon. I need to finish that off. So that's pretty good. And obviously, moving got on. Got one more gag. Got oh, one more okay, gag. As usual. Course, as usual. Another yes. tangent. Um, <laughs> the only show that Kate and I watch together, and it's brilliant. It's the best. It's one of the best shows on TV for 10 years, I, I think. Um, but I like this kind of genre of show anyway. Um, this is us. It's brilliantly, about? brilliantly written. It's basically, it's basically, it's uh, this couple in in the early eighties, I think, no, but late seventies. They find it hard to have babies. Uh, uh, then all of a sudden, they get caught with triplets. At one point, right in uh, at the end, the ba- uh, one of them dies. 
Okay, um, okay. Don't give the whole story away. Just say, yeah. Just well, it's like... the first episode. Oh, okay. And, and wow. So, so, um, yeah. I'm not giving the story away. So, so they, one of them dies, and they end up adopting this black baby um, into their family as the third of the triplets to complete the family. So he's born on the same day, and they, and he has been given away and found at a fire station in the 70s, as it is. And so, basically. They then flash forward, and they're now thirty-five grown-ups. These three, these three um, triplets, and it's just the life story of of them. One of them is um, you would like it. He is he, he was the original Green Arrow in um, in Smallville. Oh wow! Um, yes, I, lo- I like him. He yes. is brilliant, and and he is a pretty boy who is um, uh, an actor in a really lame comedy show because he's pretty. And but he can't act. And then his black brother is um, is this high flying New York lawyer, and his sister is is who is you know his actual biological twin. Um, she is like the fattest woman you've ever seen on TV that can still move. And so you've got this beautifully handsome man and his fattest sister, and she's his assistant. And but it's just the writing is phenomenal. It's got Milo Ventimiglia in it from um, he's the dad. From uh, Justin heroes, Hartley, Justin Hartley, that you were saying, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this, um, this sounds really good. Watch actually. it. I'm gonna it, binge the, it. The writing in it's phenomenal. Is it weekly it's not like or binge? Is thing. it weekly it's or weekly. It's not bingeable. It's, it's bingeable. Yeah, yeah, it's bingeable. So we're coming maybe two more episodes before the end of the series. Okay. And it's renewed as well, so it's got a second series at right. least. But I'll, the writing is phenomenal. I'll wait two weeks and then I'll binge. Right, I have started watching again. Chuck, absolutely beautiful show. So, what is Chuck? So the people. So this is a spoiler-friendly part of the show that we normally do. Um, we'll, we'll start talking more about the show when we get to characters and stuff. So, Chuck, how can we describe it? Comedy, comic book. Yeah, it's it's, it's a comic book that's not actually based on a comic. It's just hilariously funny. Um, it's total, Michael, it's, it's, it's total geek service. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, I'm. Uh, Rom-com I, as well, I, I, I rom-com as well. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got action elements, comedy elements. It's, it's, it's total geek service because it brings in all these wonderful little like, geek culture things into play. So, uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the premise of it is, 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 is fair enough to spoil because you see it from the first of episode. Course, and I mean, it's actually, yeah, let's do it. But, I mean, but effectively what you've got is you've got a, a, a total computer nerd. He works in, in what I suppose is the equivalent of a Walmart. And the long and the short of it, he somehow becomes uh, exposed to this weird secret agent program that turns him into a super secret agent, uh, uh, or at least gives him the skills. And then all of a sudden he gets, yes, the intersect. And then he gets mixed up with uh, the CIA, the NSA, and a whole bunch of really, like, it's, 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 it's as if James Bond happened in your living room um, to you. And but you were a Star Wars fan, and you were a comic book reader, <laughs> and you played Call of Duty. Like that's literally what happens in Chuck. There's and a little bit of A team in there. It's, yeah. It mixes together, and it's amazing. Oh God, um, it, Big Trouble in Little China is so much influential. It's so influential in the show. Yeah. I don't know if you notice yeah. it or not. Or is it Sarah's ne- dad's name is Jack Bur- Burton or something or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the movie, says so like there's loads of little bits and pieces that you like loads of Easter eggs as well if you want to pick them up. But it's very clever, okay, as well. It's not stupid, and um, I just think it's, it's, it's similar to like Big Bang. Oh really? It, yeah. In the, it appeals to the same people. Like it's very, yeah. very well written. It's got, it's got lots of, it's got the occasional long word, but it appeals to the geek. But then there's this beauty in it. Totally. 
TV. And it's very accessible and very easy to watch. I think I think the, the, the uh, a lot of the references. If you're not a geek, you'll 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 sort of miss. And but then that then the show isn't for you. But if 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 you're the kind of person who just wants something really easy to pick up, to laugh at, lots of cool action, great fight scenes, uh, very 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 good writing, and 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 a great plot as well, and and sort of like this whole spy thriller in in forty minute increments. This this show is for you. You you also talked yes, about so you, talked you can about, pick up it. You talked about the a- action stuff just there. It's actually the only Emmy actually won ever was for stunts. For stunts, yeah. Yeah. Stunts, surprised because the stunts are amazing. They are, but, they, good. but they've got they've got that that thing that uh, I think is unique in great shows is that each episode you can pick up each episode. It's got great standalone episodes, but then from the beginning to end there are still story arcs all the yeah. way through the six the five series because of five series weren't there and and they still like picked up on bits that that were mentioned in the first series in the fifth series just to connect dots and then. It was so plainly obvious by the time they t- it, the way it turns out, like fourth and fifth episode of series, that it was all underpinned by one thing. It didn't all happen by happenstance, which yeah. is yeah, it's a great. It's, that's what makes a great series, I think. When the, when the, they get, the get, finale get itself, the, the finale itself is a play on the the pilot. Finale is a play yeah. on the pilot, like the last the Pretty last much. the last bit on the beach. Is the last bit of the first episode on the beach? She's asking him to trust him, and at the end, he's asking her to trust him. It's it's <laughs> mad. It's so well, yeah. you know. It's such a nice. If you can pick those things up, it's a great show, you know. And throughout, to just on that point, gags. It's funny they they did the whole Force Awakens New Hope link before Force Awakens did that link with New Hope. <laughs> By the way, can I just say one other thing, which is also spoiler-free. Uh, there's very few shows, I find, that do cliffhangers as well as this one. This one is really good at getting you like, oh, crap, I need to watch the next episode. There's just, especially at season finales, there's, the, yeah. it, it's, got, it's got a serious talent for really setting things up um, for, 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 for subsequent episodes. But the beauty of each series as well, they're standalone series. So, yeah. so they would like change location while still keeping the location. Like, like this, <laughs> the second season, the 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 um, where she where Sarah worked changed, didn't it? That like from it yeah. was like a Wienerschnitzel German like a bratwurst <laughs> shop, um, and then it changed into that uh, froyo juicy place. But then they built the castle underneath. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, brilliant. The castle. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. So they, they, they gradually changed. And then by the time it got to like the then then at the end of that day, she went to Europe and did the, they did the whole European thing, didn't they? And then um, and then in the like series four, the um, uh, they the he was leaving and they were leaving the CIA because they were coming back together and yada, 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 getting kicked out after he became a proper spy and without, you know, giving too many things away or giving everything away. Because if, if you haven't watched it, you know tough um and, <laughs> and then the way that the, the the fifth series went on with them being like independent spy kind of things and and so they the, so each series was standalone it was unique but it kept the same traits and the same relationships and yeah. they all linked together but they were all different you can if you watch one episode of the series you would know it's not the same you would know which which season it was in yeah, yeah, definitely, and like it, it, you know, there's a there's an evolution of the main character, but we'll talk about him later. But I've got 
I've got a nice section here is why you would recommend this show to somebody. And I've got five points, right? But I want you guys to talk about the five points. And I'll chip in. If, if you don't cover anything that I think hasn't been covered, I'll chip in. But there's five things I think that was amazing, okay? Chuck was about us. So, I mean, as a... As a person, a normal person, it's about a normal I'm not talking about nerds yet. I'm just talking about the normal person. You could put yourself into that position. Everybody could, you know, the audience could actually relate and say, yeah, yeah. you know, I could be, right? Number two, so I want to talk about that. So we'll go through them in a minute. Two, very friendly to nerd culture. Yeah, like as in, you've already mentioned that, Marco, but what what does it do? What, what does it say? We'll go into a bit more. Yeah, but it was really good. Number three, tasteful sex appeal. Yeah, really, like, obviously, she, we'll go on to it. I'm looking, I'm looking at the same photo that you are right now. <laughs> yeah, great chemistry throughout all the characters, <laughs> yeah? And then yeah. the fifth one is the pretty much the cast, which will lead into when we talk about all the characters. So firstly, guys, let's talk about why, you know, about why you as a person would, you know, just love this show, as in, as in why does it relate to you? As in, why would it relate to you? As as in, if you're watching it, you think, yeah, that could be me. So this can be spoiler. This can spoil anything. Now, go for it, Marco. Well, Chuck, Chuck echoes a lot of the the, the characteristics that I think I have, as well as uh, some of the characteristics that I'd like to think I have, because uh, he's a regular guy, but uh, with a very good heart. Um, going into spoiler territory, one of the most interesting things uh and in character arcs in the whole in the whole series is is when uh, clearly in in terms of induction to the into the spy program you have something called a red test and his red test is 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 a very big deal because of the way that it's interweaved into the relationship between him and sarah and the decision he makes initially is the decision i would make is a decision many of us would make and i think that's why you know he, he's a very accessible character and and he's just you know the, the other thing is you, you you kind of your heart goes out to this guy you want this guy to win you want this guy to get yeah. the girl you want he's this a, guy he's, to a, he's a lover not a fighter is how i put it <laughs> he's 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 just he's just cool he's just he's just got a big heart he's like he's like the brother you never had or you wish you had and and uh, do you know what i mean he's just very 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 accessible He's per- perfectly quite well cast, isn't it? We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But, but Sorry, he's like, a loser, he's, right? Sorry, let's put it straight. He's a loser. How you can be that handsome and a loser <laughs> is one of the beautiful things about Hollywood, isn't it? Yeah. How they can make make you feel that way is <laughs> it's insane. Because there's no chance in the world in real life that but he's a loser. But the first episode gets it across so well with his mate, yeah, yeah. you know? Him and his mate, they're both losers. <laughs> they get picked up oh. and bullied at, the, at, the, at their own store where they work. <laughs> <laughs> by the biggest bunch of losers in the other team. It's like Top Cat. Jeff, Jeff and Lester. Yeah. Jeff and Lester are like, it, it, if, 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 uh, the Jeff and Lester are, are, are the two embodiments of, of what people think geeks are. Like, yeah. like in, a, in, a, in a very sort of superficial and stereotypical sense. Um, they're very normal, like Zachary Levi, uh, Zachary Levi's portrayal of, uh, of Chuck and Zachary Levi in real life, actually. But, uh, those two, Jeff and Liston in, in, in the show, oh my, Herb, wow, they are just, the, yeah, they're, they're, they're just a whole different level of cringe. And, um, uh, case in point, uh, uh, the scene we just saw, uh, uh, in a WhatsApp discussion before we started, um, the I'll put the it, I'll, I'll put it on um, the on the box. The music, yeah. the music. Whenever, whenever Jeff and Lester hit 
hit hit the keyboards and, and the live performances and the buy more um, because they just they, they rate themselves as like these pseudo sex symbols. Wow, uh, yeah, it's 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 cringy. It's really funny, but it's cringy as well. Oh, and it's like the '80s electro rock thing they got going on. It's it's it's, it's amazing, but it, it kind of lines up like that. They've got they've got the right type of comedy for everybody, haven't they? There's going to be yeah, something you find funny in it. They've got the cringe comedy. They've got the clever comedy. They've got the... the, the Physical comedy. The, there's yeah. people falling over. Yeah. Cheesy comedy. Everything's in there. And they've got rom-com type of funny stuff. It's It's got... You're right. It's actually covers everything. And I think that's why it appeals to someone. But you have to give it a go. It's not like... Maybe some people won't get hooked on it after one. But I reckon once it's halfway through season one, it really yeah. starts to pick up. You it's know, about because, characters. Yeah, and the and the and the story yeah. doesn't really move on move on that much because it's different missions every every episode for the first few, and then slowly you get into the the love angle story arc and it will start moving and stuff will and then obviously other stuff will happen and backstories start kicking in, and it gets better. Yeah. But I think I think that's brilliantly put as in why it says. But uh, sorry. The, the the nerd side and we love this because we're statos and geeks and you know we push it under pressure all the time but these guys are just like nerd herders they've even got like a car Ooh. to drive around they're literally are the, they're, they're the computer fixers <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's brilliant it's, it's nerd herders <laughs> and they've got a bubble car and it's brilliant it just yeah um they they just nailed the casting didn't they i think with with that whole thing Man, it, it just just They've got all of the right types of nerd just so that you can feel like you identify with one of them. And they do nerd things in the show as well. I mean, w- one of the most memorable episodes is, is uh, Chuck versus Tom Sawyer when he's playing Rush in, in, in the store and he's got like that whole um, – uh, like, like there's a whole crowd watching him play an arcade game and he's trying to like yeah. break the, uh, uh, the, the, the score record or something. It's like it's, it's a very nerd thing to do. I mean, that's that's no different to people, you know, uh, a whole bunch of us going to the stadium and watching people play Dota on, on a big screen. It's 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 really the same concept if you think Absolutely. about it. Well, incidentally, yeah. ESPN ESPN are about to start playing FIFA games live. Everybody oh, has got this oh. level of nerd. BT BT no. BT are hosting uh, are actually airing it as well. That's what I meant. BT, I oh, call them right, ESPN because right. it used to because it's the same channel in my house. Um, <laughs> Thing, but, but, but back to Chuck, it's got the um, like there are constant references, geek references. There are constant Star Wars re- references. Yeah. Or um, they're awesome. Like at one point, he he solves um, like he, he's the hero in an episode and and beats the dastardly villain with Call of Duty references. Yeah, yeah, I the, remember that. The first one itself is porn. It's because of a porn virus. The first porn episode, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just something that back in the day 2007 internet okay yeah it was still amazing it's obviously gone further now but just references to, it's just so fucking funny he he, so he, what, what? he defuses a bomb because there's a, a porn virus that's how he does it because he because he was it was his day job to fix computers yeah and the, the thing that came in that day was was this virus right so he knew it and he managed to like you know Figure it out. So what? What grasped you onto 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 it in the first place? Like it's the for me it was the actor. Like I love any spy, like funny spy thing. Anyway, I I watch the kids. Spy Kids is one of my favorite movies. Um, But that's Carla Gugino, so you know. Um, (laughs) Yes, I like it too. (laughs) 
but, but, but like but, properly but this, funny it's, it's in got, a good it's way. Got some of the, some of my, my like my favorite actors in from other great shows that I loved. Yeah, which is and what the, got and, for me his big sister. Yeah, yeah, Sarah Lancaster. Yeah, she, she was Sarah cool. Lancaster was in was in um, a show I've told you about before on OTB that nobody ever watched called What About Brian. Mm. Um, and it's a very similar character, like a geeky, uh, like a handsome, geeky, underachieving guy. And she was his sister. I, and I love that. And it, awesome. Come on now. How can you not love Captain Awesome? Mate, yeah. he was he's, a superbly he's, casted he's, character again. He's, he's, he's special. He's an absolute, he, he's a special case. Um, I still, one of the funniest uh, uh, moments is, um, because obviously the, the, the show goes a little bit fourth wallish with uh, certain elements of, of, of geek culture again. Um, do you remember the episode when he's, when, when he's talking to Chuck about this big transition around tucking in his shirt into his jeans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a very simple thing, right? But like it, it, the show totally plays with that. And it's, it's, I'm it's not like old a, enough to do that yet. Oh, my word. It is so funny. I mean, and, oh my, and my wife and I were canning ourselves because, little confession, um, I, 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 I still have a problem with that. I still, I, I, I'm not old enough to tuck my jeans. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really weird because, like, for example, where I work now, um, a sort of business casual dress. It's, it's sort of accepted to start sort of doing that. And and and, and I'm do I, I do it even on them, but I really struggle. Like I feel like I'm very self conscious. The shirt is tucked in. It needs to come out because that's me. But anyway, yeah. and the show played with stuff like that. It's so so brilliant. And awesome was the one who led it because he was just this like you know total cool slick jock and just he he was played it perfectly. That's a surgeon. Like because <laughs> because Chuck's sister is she is a, she is a doctor. And, you know, like a Harvard grad medical or Stanford, I think. Um, yeah. And and then Awesome is this insanely intelligent, but you would have no idea because he acts like a dumb jock, but incredibly yeah. handsome dude that walks around showing his abs off all day and doing sit-ups. But he's, he's a heart surgeon. <laughs> Mate, it's, 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 it's genius, the whole thing, and it all comes bear, in. Bear in mind, Captain Awesome, right? I've got, I've got literally the word painted on my wall in the gym because apparently i say it a lot <laughs> yeah awesome you do you do say it a lot. i say it a lot too but i probably started saying it a lot because of him <laughs> but, but um moving on to the next thing which was tasteful sex appeal and when you talk sex appeal this show is fucking loaded when there's guest stars whatever but just the main star yvonne strahovski i think i've said her name right yeah yeah and she is I'm sorry. Not only in the role, though, she looks amazing, but she's perfect for this. Like, you talk about casting. My hatred of skinny white birds with no ass. (laughs) She is the hottest (laughs) version of that in the world. It's just beautiful to to watch. She kicks ass so hard. (laughs) You know, so hard. Like you know, normal normal spy movie or or show. You've got the man spy looking after the damsel in distress. The damsel is fucking Chuck. It's brilliant. It's just absolutely. <laughs> he is relying on her with those puppy eyes every two minutes, going, "Save me, please, just save me." <laughs> but they, but they and, they, and then they managed to they managed to to spin for five series their love affair. Whether it was whether it was <sighs> no, but it was. But but you know how how like lo- there are loads of TV series that that um, are predicated on that on that will they won't they? Well, that 
they already did because they had to as part of their cover. But yeah. then, but then they'd already by a second series made that commitment to each other. It was very much on. But they managed to carry it all. It was like moonlighting. They managed to carry it for five series. Wow, you're showing the age. <laughs> moonlighting, moonlighting might be my favourite TV show. I, I thought it rivaled Ross and Rachel. Very close. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they, but they, they were off a lot. Yeah, they were off a lot, but this like they stuck. Obviously, these they they had different uh, relationships in that show as well. But this one, they were they were together the whole way. They were partners as well in what they yeah. were doing <laughs> every episode. This had more interesting dynamics as well because I mean, like like the the nice thing is the show then took t- took and play with it. Okay, so now you've got two spies and they're in love and they're actually going to try and make this work. How does that work? How do they yeah. deal with betrayal? How do they deal with Different situations where uh, loved ones are in danger. How do they deal with different skill set? It, it, all of it is actually really, really well sort of mixed up throughout, throughout it's the relationships. They're just the, it's the, the TV show that I was telling you about, This Is Us. It's relationships. Yeah. That's what it's about. The best TV is watching people's relationships. And this one is based around spies. That's all. But it's still really about relationships. Well, it's, about, it's about family too, though, isn't it? Not just spies. It's about it's family too. I didn't mean yeah, love yeah. relationships. Yeah, yeah. I mean relationships. Yeah. Casey. Big meathead. It's, yeah, his daughter is so big in this, you know? It's so much... The, the, one of the characters, like, you know how he messes with his head. He's so... Yeah. It, it, but, but really early on, he comes, he doesn't want to... He, he loves killing stuff. He's oh, a, God, he yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. He and, ends and up being... He is, <laughs> yeah, and he, he has no respect for Chuck at all. But, like, the end <laughs> of series... Bartowski! He is crying at, at, at the prospect of... Because at some moment, he... You know, stuff gets in the way, and he has to kill Chuck. And he's he's crying at the at the possibility of these things because you know relationships, and you yeah. see how it grows. And and one becomes each, one one's the other's hero, and then and 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 it kind of balances itself out throughout the series. It's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, I I mean, talking about relationships, I thought I thought Sarah Lancaster, I thought Ellie and Morgan. It's hilarious, like from episode, just from the start. It's just creepy because he's always staring at her. He just fancies his sister. (laughs) My best best is when Morgan gives Awesome all this advice. (laughs) There was an episode when when, when he was going, he was going like, uh, she she, she slaughters him for not taking her out, for taking her for granted. So he sets up this romantic date goes into buy more and, and to get something. And, and, yeah. and Morgan was like, dude, how long you been in love with Ellie? Three years. Fuck that shit. I've been in love with her for 19 years. <laughs> she, <laughs> likes she likes this. She likes this. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, he didn't begrudge. Awesome, haven't it? And he listens to the advice and, 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 and the date tanks because uh, everything that Morgan suggests, Ellie does not like. <laughs> with a, a, a considered uh, what hatred of a thousand sons or whatever you can you, you want to call it, so it, it just tanks. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, but but um, yeah, gone. We were to, we were talking yeah, about sex appeal, right? But uh, I mean, uh, we, we, you just mentioned awesome for the girls as well. There's awesome, yeah. you know. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Mark. Are you going to make another point? No, no. And, but by the way, and check as well because uh, the funny Zach, thing is, Zach, uh, Zach the my setups. He develops his setups throughout the series too. Oh God, he changes. <laughs> but, he's wearing baggy clothes to start with. If you watch the series, he's wearing baggy clothes on purpose because he's probably built anyway. 
And then as it yeah. goes, he starts wearing tighter and tighter clothes that make him look then slicker and his hair gets cut and he's got a, yeah. you know, clean, you know, it's just, you can see the, the metamorphosis of Chuck the whole way he's through. He's a spy, he's got to look the part. He's a spy, he's James Bond but, but that's the, the thing. Charles Carmichael. Yeah. My, 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 my wife was also a big fan of this. And I mean, she, she hands down, like not awesome. The, the, the guy she likes in the best check from, from a sex appeal perspective. Um, but Yvonne is probably the, the, the big reason why it's so tasteful because she's really classy with the way that she carries herself throughout the show. And the nice thing is like, and she's a lot in of the time, bra half the time. Well, exactly. But, 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 but like the, 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 the thing is as well, dude, is that, she, she, I, I find my, my, my most memorable elements of, of her in the show is more of this tough secret agent rather than, you know, sort of them trying to make her look particularly, uh, scantily clad or whatever. Yeah. Um, like one example, because she pulls this off and it's really part of the, the, the whole dynamic, which is quite memorable. It's, it's later on. I think it's season four. Chuck is abducted somewhere and she, she's mad, man. She, she, she's gone off. I think it's somewhere in Thailand. She is like leaving no, like b- pile of bodies in, in her wake finding Chuck. I think it's, it's the Belgian. The Belgian wants to, uh, uh, steal the intersect from, from Chuck's brain. Yeah. And and she's just leaving bodies in the wake, and I mean she's like she's something fierce, and 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 that's and that's Kill uh, Bill. like the most mem- yeah, pretty much Kill Bill before we killed him. Yeah, she is proper, and that, and and that's the thing. That's the, the, the that's the element of it that that, that that's quite uh, quite cool because the the last thing you want from a show like this, especially given sort of the the whole geek culture thing, is for the girl to be overly stereotypical and as as you said, gags the damsel in the stress is Chuck. Um, which is great because it means that then Sarah Walker and by, by extension Yvonne, uh, get the correct impression, uh, or at least a more correct impression of what, uh, uh, the girl's portrayal should be in this show. Yeah. Um, before we move, you guys have been covering chemistry really well, but we're going to talk a little bit more about chemistry. But before we do, a little bit of a stat section that I do on on the box. Here we go, right? So basically, this season, season start, season one started with around an average of 8.68 million viewers. And it went down for season two to 7.36. At this point, though, they needed some intervention because there was a worry that this show was going to be cancelled. And in stepped a massive Save Chuck campaign on the internet. And obviously, some of the big honchos were like, it's only a small part. And I know, I can understand what they're saying. You know, an online uh, brigade or whatever people coming at you can be. It's just a small part, part of millions. You know, it's just a thousand, couple of hundred rather than millions. But then what happened was Subway stepped in and upped their sponsorship. Apparently, apparently it was... Um, the, the executives from Subway contacted Ben Silverman, who at the time was the chairman of NBC or one of the co-chairmen of NBC Entertainment, and basically pushed for advert placement on the shows of Subway Goods, which obviously uh, Big Mike, isn't it? Wasn't it Big Mike who always used to just be yeah. Subway? Uh, yeah. Where they, he kind of <laughs> saved the show. So we're coming to Big Mike in a second, but it went, it still, the, the rating still went down from 5.99, 5.58, 4.25 million average million views. But you'll find that some of these comic book shows right now, they're only on like 1.2, 1.3 million view, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, people watching it. So these big shows, apparently, comic book ones, compared to what Chuck was doing, Chuck was doing nearly four times. I mean, it's worst. We digest TV differently now, don't we? Yeah, That's why. But, 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 but yeah. what I'm trying to say is, 
even and that at the time, if it was on now, if it was on there now, it would be still going because four point yeah. two would be like, whoa, I want, I want to keep that bitch, you know. It's five years too early if you think about it, if it, because it literally comes up just as just after. I mean, if if we look at like geek culture references that are important, um, the Batman trilogy is like sitting in the middle of itself. Iron Man's just come out, yeah, but but you're still getting like one comic book movie a year. Like yeah. Chuck now would be really popular. It'd be yes. unbelievable. Yeah. It'd be unbelievable right now. Do you know what? I think it came out at the right time though, because I think yeah, it carried it. it carried its story arc perfectly. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think you could have carried any more series. That's and true. that's what would have happened. You know, yeah, like, like did, Arrow did, now. Did, yeah, Arrow's been did. shite for a whole series at some point, and that, and I, I actually like it again now. But it, it's taken really bad series to still mm. get to the point that it's at, and. But that's because it's the part of the world, so they can't cancel one because they're carrying the whole of them, can't they? And they're, and they're interacting with each other, which is the best part of them. Um, but I don't think Chuck had a terrible series. I think it's probably worst series was the first series. I thought the second series was way better. Mm. I mean, I, I personally really liked the second series, Cliffhanger, and the start of the third series because when when he gets when he downloads that second in, you know, intersect version 2.0 and then kicks everyone's ass. It, I kind of leapt for joy. I kind of jumped yeah. for joy because the loser just became king, you know, and it's always and one of those. Gymnastics. Now he can, what gymnastics? He was playing guitars. He was a surgeon. <laughs> he was, yeah. he was, he was doing gymnastics. The scene, oh, the gymnastics scene, and we're spoiler central here, is the, 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 the mission. Oh my God, what a scene. And Sarah's mouth is just open, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he even slides the briefcase perfectly off of two walls and gets it to her because it's so perfect. But there's so that, many. That was scenes. fun. Oh my god, so much fun. The, the, the Kung Fu gymnastic boxing with Casey. Remember the copy Rocky yeah. at the end of, of one, one, one of the episodes, yeah. the copy Rocky, and they pause it right when they punch each other, exactly like Apollo Creed and, and Rocky Bob. Oh man, just, if you're a, if you're a lover of, it actually looked at the people that grew up in the 80s, and it was for you. Here you go. Enjoy this show. This is right down your alley. You are going to love it. And, there's that, and that, that leads to the casting, doesn't it? Like it the does. special Chemistry guests that they had, like the badding special guests. Oh God! Yeah, Dalton. Even even so even the semi-permanent ones. I mean, you you, you had like uh, uh, little little minor cameos from people like Dave Batista, Chevy Chase, Michael Clark Duncan. Vinnie Jones was really funny as well. Um, yeah. But but uh, but but like but Gary Cole. Cole I don't, I don't, did you know yeah, Gary? I remember Gary Cole. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, I, I don't know what TV you get in South Africa. But uh, we, 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 we I'm, I'm familiar with Gary Cole. Let's put it that way. Uh, so in the 80s, he was on a big TV show called called Midnight Caller. Yeah, it was huge, and so like it's one of those 80s things. There was um, oh god, just just those those. Sorry, we had Kristen Crokeman come on from Small. Oh Man. my God! Yeah, no. <laughs> Stone Cold then, Steve Austin, man, come on! It was unbelievable. Lauren Cohen from Size Favorite Show. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, <laughs> she, she was. She was. She was. Um, what was his name? Timothy uh, Dalton's daughter, wasn't she? Daughter, yeah. Yeah, and there was obviously there was also uh, Brandon Ruth who had a massive role. You know, he and, was. Brit- he was, he was my favorite villain in this whole thing. He was really, he became, really good. Sure. He became your favorite villain, didn't he? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, oh, he was, he, he was kind of already a villain for me because you know what the thing is? Anyone like, against Chuck is, is a villain, right? <laughs> because he was, he was kind of like 
threatening to move in on, on Chuck's girl. Or it looked like that, didn't it? Well, and, he did. And he did. Like, but, that, but that's the thing. So, like, or even though he was, you know, not uh, not making it obvious, he was he was kind of already a bad guy then. Yeah. Like, no, damn it. We don't want you to get the glory. We want Chuck to get the girl and, 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 and so forth. True. And two of the, <laughs> two of the biggest, um, in terms of being Chuck's parents, you know, Scott Bakula and then Linda Hamilton. They were they Come were on, that's awesome. Legends. They were excellent. How is that? They were yeah, so exactly. good, you know, so and they played the role so well as well. And, and Scott Bakula and his dad being the brainchild. Yeah, exactly. Like it like, was his. It was it's just all made sense, didn't it? You, the first yeah. season you're all about what? Uh, okay, and then it makes it all ends up making like the much opposite more sense. of lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made sense. It was a story. It's remarkable. <laughs> oh my god, so funny. There was there was who else was there? Chevy Chase for was what I Candy thought Candy Man. Yeah, I thought it was his best role Candy that he's doing. Uh, oh yes. Oh crap, I've got I've got to remember his name. What was his name? He, like the CIA director early on. Yes, I've oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was only in like two episodes name. or something. Yeah, he wasn't was he? In there. No, he was in the whole first series. Oh, was he in the whole first season? Yeah, he oh, was. Okay. Him and, Ger- and General, um, oh my God, what's his name? Is it, is it Tony Todd? Loretta Beckman. Tony Todd, isn't it? Yeah. Lang- Langston yeah, Graham. Yeah. Beckman's and the he, Brigadier. So he was Candyman, and he, he kept, uh, but he kept appearing, like, you know, when they're on the, doing the, uh, the TV, like, when they're TV communicating with each other. Yeah. And so she's on the TV screen, Shannon, and he would appear from behind her all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ask her. <laughs> so funny! Uh, it is so funny. There was there was a lot more to this. Obviously, um, the big chemistry that, part in this was um, the friendship of um, of of Chuck and Morgan. And yeah, um, for life, since they were babies, since they were babies, like they 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 allude to it the whole first three or four episodes where they're just trying to. He's really over the top as well, isn't he, Morgan? To start with, really like over the top, always. Chuck loves Morgan. Oh my god! Absolutely loves Morgan. He would do anything for that kid. Yeah, and you've got to love that because because loyalty, loyalty is one of the things that come across. One of them, this handsome man that's been to Stanford, and then the other one's this little lecherous, <laughs> lecherous little. You know, he looks like a pygmy or 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 um, a hobbit. <laughs> no, he's not that bad. Wow, he is. He is. He is. He's tiny when he stands next to Orson. Haven't you seen him? It's different. Yeah, when he's, Orson puts his hand on his head, his arm. Yeah, his short, short. Not like, but, but but not but but not like hairy with excessively large feet. Come on, guys. The beard and stuff was there. Yeah, he's just dead. He's just just he's a, He's the epitome of a loser. Him. He actually gets bullied by Jeff and Lester. Like basically, he's selling stuff. And they come and like block him when he's trying to get a number of a woman. That's the, the to the extent of how he used to get bullied by them too. But yeah, like you said, they are th- together thick and thin. And the way they're they're, they're ups and downs because obviously, as more and more as um, Chuck becomes a spy, he's on the outs, isn't he? And he's really struggling without Chuck because he's like sets up a date or something with Chuck or he was playing computer games tonight or something and he doesn't turn up you know that was a th- common theme with all of Chuck's relationships though wasn't it in terms yeah. of with his sister with uh, secrecy with, lies yeah which is lovely we, sorry not lovely but it's a brilliant part of the show there's tension on there's always stress on Chuck he's just a normal guy that's hiding all this and then once all and he, he, he didn't out, he didn't want all this stuff so, so for anybody that did that, that missed Marco's uh, introduction. What happened right at the beginning was that his old 
one of his his old roommate from uni who is um the dude from white collar he is the cia agent who happens to be the the previous partner of sarah and uh sends him an email and it happens to have he opens it up because it's from his mate and he spends the next 10 hours watching fit, uh, like video flashing in his in his eyes yeah. which and that's how how the computer gets implanted in his head so he, he didn't he didn't ask for anything it was all complete happenstance it was just luck bad luck for chuck and and so the first series at least is is just how he dealt with it isn't it and and yeah and it was it was it was like a tidal wave there was just another yeah. thing hitting the victim chuck and marco we must talk about flash flashing how he flashes because i think if you haven't watched it then the concept is he sees somebody on the street or he sees an event anything or an, that image. Just or an image and it triggers a series of images flying through his brain which tells him yeah. the story or tells him who this person is it, and what they've done it's kind of like someone is, is always standing behind him with one of those uh, uh needles from the matrix and like oh someone i recognize <laughs> stick it in his head <laughs> okay, there you go we just downloaded um uh, 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 the knowledge of this or okay you need to fight uh yeah kung fu go for it um no it's 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 very cool first of all you see now now that's conclusive proof that you that kids you need to be careful what you look at on the internet but um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's just very cool because it again makes it very accessible because obviously this is not a guy with the propensity of you know the training and the skills and all that kind of stuff that but, to but do he's a this. really really smart dude he went stanford and ended up, <laughs> ended up losing out because of his 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 CIA guy got him kicked out, didn't he? And that's and that's what makes it really cool because the dynamic you you eventually figure out two or three episodes in he he has value to add. There's a lovely dynamic there because even though Sarah and Casey are obviously smart themselves, so is Chuck. And Chuck's got uh, got a special level of improvisation, and also because he's got a slightly more uh, accessible moral code compared to these two cold blooded killers. Um, he, he kind of like, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's a bit more of a, a bit more of a pacifist. And, he, he and, refuses and, and to kill at some, at one point when they're telling him in the comms, kill him, kill him. He's like, no, he ends up doing Kung Fu and knocking them all out and stuff. It's like you said, the moral code comes across. It's true. It's just so right. It is. I remember those scenes. And, and it doesn't just extend to people, right? There's, there's a lovely moment, season three, because one of the things that I sort of researched uh, off the cuff, I don't know why I came across this one. Um, they come across a tiger. And what does Chuck say? Chuck says, no, no, that's not a train gun. I'm not letting you shoot a tiger. They are endangered and majestic. <laughs> <laughs> there was loads of one-liners that he used to throw out that just so well. And like, I've watched stuff afterwards and they said he actually got, went on to direct a few episodes. Um, Zachary did himself. And I think the cast was with him and someone asked him this question in a Q&A. And the cast said when he directed, it was much better because he understood our characters because he's part of it, you know, he's been, it's been three or four years that he's been working with this, and he allowed us to ad-lib a few things, so, you know, towards the end, season four, which was the longest season, by the way, because had, like, a full 24 season, 24 episode season, I think, four was, and uh, into yeah. five, whenever he did the work, they, he, he allowed them to ad-lib and, and, and let their characters come out of what they think they would say, rather than what they're forced to say, and he goes, they felt just more at home, and more, you know, with him, which is which is which is amazing. Just like how the whole cast, just I think the if you go and watch any of the comic, the nerd, I think it's nerd herd. No, I don't. It's not nerd herd. It's just the nerd. 
on YouTube that he owns, I think Zachary owns, he does every year, he does a basically get-together, uh, a Q&A, and it's just really very good to cool. watch. Yeah, very, very good to watch. So that's something to go back. And they, they give you some really funny stories. And obviously, Yvonne, you won't know it, but she just has some gas problems. <laughs> she farts all the time, apparently. And they're just, it's just dead funny. Oh, my God. They're always humiliating it. It's dead cool. You have to go watch. It's dead funny. Sorry, Marco. No, no, that was the end of the point. It's just, but, but you're talking about one-liners, the the, the show in general. Um, there's there's a couple of great uh, pages on the internet just like summarizing. There's so many good ones. There's so many, so many good ones. Um, in particular from from Jeff and Lester. Um, oh, Lester is given some 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 prize price lines, man. Um, there's one. Uh, I think I think it's clearly after one of those uh, horrific uh, rock concerts um, where, where where Jeff blows the amp and Lester says to him, Jeffrey, you blew the amp. Don't you know it's not the size of the instrument that matters, but how much and how long and how often your mother catches you playing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, my there's, there's God. So many. There's, and then, and then no Big Mike, reason. Big Mike as well. After after Ellie and 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 then Awesome have come out of the hospital with their kid, Big Mike runs into them. What happened to you two? You smell like vomit and Cheerios, Ellie. We had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Big it Mike. Was, there's good. loads. It just it could go on. So you, many. Could, you could go there's on so all many. day, but okay. So let's let's move on to each each character then, because we're going to run out of time otherwise if we don't. But um. Let's. Um, who haven't we talked about much? The side characters. Yeah, Big Mike. Let's do Big Mike first. Then side. Go on. You can start off. Oh my god, he's just he. He is like inadvertently the coolest dude. Because <laughs> because it, um, did you, Marco? Did you ever watch? This is an age thing. There's there is always like a a, a cool, calm, controlled controller guy like in um did you ever watch taxi didn't but but, but i kind of get what you're saying like like one of these one of these uh, characters in, in a show that sort of almost centers other people yeah he's like he's like everything rotates around him without ever being about him at all and and yes. so he's like he's like this crazed scatty guy that does no work that, that but he seems to be zen he seems to still like understand everything and have the utmost faith in in uh, chuck and and apart from giving Chuck the job of, because he gave him the the job of uh, system manager, didn't he? But Chuck didn't want to take it because it was while he was having one of the you know, dramas. So uh, he 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 started into so he gave him the the job to interview people, and um, yeah, and and in the end he get Chuck got had to go off on a mission, and he, and, and then he empowered Morgan to to do it, and Morgan set up some big cage fights. To, and the, so, so then the next day, Lester is the assistant manager. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, the stuff Morgan did. There's still uh, the, 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 another one of the good episodes is when when they have to evacuate the buy more. I think it's on Black Friday or something, or one of those really big retail days. Yeah. And and then Big Mike and is like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> it's oh, but, but he would always be coming in or going out somewhere. 
yeah. Like, yeah. like avoiding avoiding life, avoiding work. Eating, so he'd, he'd be eating he'd have a, while he's eating. He'd have a big burger or a massive, you know, massive subway on his desk ready, and like, you know, you'd actually feel hungry watching him getting ready to eat this thing. And didn't he have something on his wall all the time hung up? And they, there was an episode about how it disappeared or something. It was just the uh, Marlin. Yeah, yeah it was just it was the Marlin because at one point, at one point, um, like some. Uh, oh, it was it was when the sh- not the, what they called the ring. Yeah, I think it was. There the was the fulcrum, the ring, the ring as well. Yeah, it's one of them. Is is one of the diff- different um, agencies started to spy on, and they were putting up um, uh, spy cameras, and they they put the receiver inside the Marlin, and then Lester and um, what's what's the ginger dude called? Jeff. Um, Jeff and Lester while hammered one night, yeah, they were smoking we... weed. Went went and hid it. They, um, they took the marlin down and hid it. <laughs> it was very amusing, and no one could remember where or what happened. And they, they traced the like CCTV about footage about where these two dumb dumb dudes had taken it. I think Ellie's ring was hidden hidden in it or something. Yeah, talking about Jeff and Lester, Marco. These two started off um, as comic relief, but as the show went on further, they started getting entwined into more story, didn't they? And it got better yeah. and better, and but they started becoming bigger and bigger parts as it went slowly but surely towards the end. They were series five. You you know you were invested in Jeff and Lester. You really were. You know four and five. You were just like yeah. I just can't see them going in. I don't want them to leave. If they you know even if they even tried, I'd be gutted. They were that important. Yeah, they, they were, and I mean, it, it, they kind of became part of the part of the show in such a way that you you would notice when they weren't there, or you'd notice when when they weren't used. And and the thing is, it's just so like this is the thing. It's like you said earlier, Gags. There's there's um a lot of I think I think Jeff and Lester brought the kind of humor that's closest to like sort of that that Austin Powers level of spy movie. Yeah, but but, but in a way, but in a way that still didn't feel like. You know, like they were trying too hard. Like they were genuinely funny and genuinely cringy. And and the thing is, the, the, this is the part that scares you. All of us have met someone just like them in some form or another. I know it sounds crazy, but it is true. You can think of someone, you're thinking of them right now, and you just know they're really weird, but you know what? They exist. They're there. They may not be as outwardly expressive but maybe that's a good thing because can you imagine a jeff and lester around every corner it would be three episodes they made three episodes of of a spin-off called buy more Have yes. Yes. jeff and lester with the stars of really i need to download yeah, them then i need to watch them webisodes yeah amazing but basically, Lester was the cocky. He wasn't really cocky, but he'd put on a front that he's really cocky and knows his shit. Jeff just was out of there. He never knew anything. Drunk. Just and always it, but drunk, but always such high. Big backstories like Jeff had killed people and and had his <laughs> <laughs> lift on the street and. and <laughs> Like this, oh, this unassuming guy that just was very dumb, and you presumed he'd, he'd just fallen out with his wife or something, or, ne- or, or never moved out of his mum's house, and now he's in his mid forties. Actually, got this really big backstory, and it and it took five series to come out. Yeah, like he was this rock star that started killing people and stuff. It was amazing. 
just brilliant. Right, let's move to let's move to Morgan's side because something mad happens to Morgan right at the end as well. So he goes through again. There's a there's kind of a story arc with him. He just goes through not knowing, then he knows, and then he becomes he the, the he, intersect. That's it. It just yeah. goes mental. It's like the, you're like what? <laughs> no, <laughs> get and, it back. And, 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 and Chuck and Chuck goes and says to him, "It's scary. It's exciting. Your hormones are all out of whack. You're really discovering your body." It's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh man! It 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 like I, I of all the tangents, that's the one I really didn't expect. I didn't expect that tangent at all, and 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 the show really surprised me with that, um, because that that's one thing clearly. And the nice thing is that there was still a. a, a uh, a, a tangible sort of workable uh, future for for season five around that because you think you know oh but hold on like the main guy doesn't have an insect okay well but maybe actually you can but by the by, by that point you, you're so in love with the characters that that you, you you're you buying into this and, and you're curious to see just how it's going to work out and, and also by that stage that that he was a really good spy Chuck yes. is just a really good spy by that yeah, stage but they, as well. But this is the good part of talking about Chuck here is that he gets demoted a little bit, doesn't need to sit behind. He has to sit in the, the truck and he has to do more 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 other odd jobs while he's you know while whilst he's not going on missions and shit. So there was some the one who was left behind was always Chuck in the end and that he was playing against himself at a few little you know, do you get what I mean? There was a few things where he's dying himself in that season as well. Which was interesting mm. and interesting arc, but yeah, you're right. You know there's another goddamn web series. Chuck, Morgan's vlog. There yeah, four episodes it, of Morgan. Oh right, okay. yeah. There's there's four web series actually. Going the, the 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 problem is finding them, but 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 there are four. You just have to try and find where the hell they are. Very weird. Yeah. It's a proper cult, proper cult thing. Oh, this is a massive cult show. This is one of the shows that the support drove it forward. You know, like when it came to season when season two and season three. Season three and season four, they were struggling. Like they were just really needed to. They were they were worried that it was going to get cut. And then, like we said, the sponsors came. But the fourth, the fifth one, they didn't need anything. That they just said, you know what? The fans just keep going mental about this. It keeps them being too much stuff going on. We're just going to give it a fifth and final series and end it properly. And that's why there was no hoo ha for the last one. They just said we're doing it, <laughs> and the cast was on board, ready, and said, yeah, it's probably time as well. You know, like you said, Sai. Everything lives its arc, doesn't it? But um, right, who's left? Okay, let's do Ellie, the sister, because I didn't really see much movement with her. That was one character I thought was stable. I don't think she grew, did she? But no. she was apart from like the whole finding out about her dad. Yeah, yeah, Just, of course. Because because the, one of the underpinning stories is that they were basically orphans. Mm. Yeah, and, and she brought up her little brother. Yeah. And and like dad left home and mum was this weird. I don't know. Like for a while you wondered if she was a drunk or what she was because they were absent. And she was the mother figure to to it, uh, to Chuck, wasn't she? But then she's important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's she, she's huge. And then and then the whole then the, then the parents come into it. And, and I think she changes during that. Yeah. yeah she's the, she's the, the mother's she's, a spy herself. Yeah. But, but, but she's but, but, but she's quite uh, uh, Ellie is that character in the show that that sort of almost almost takes us back to like real world issues and 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 kind of, you know, 
brings up the, the, the real cost of, of a what's at stake because a, a lot of the time when Chuck is being protective or feels concerned or feels cornered, it's around Ellie. It's around his sister's reaction and making sure Ellie's safe or Ellie's not worried or whatever the case may be, which is kind of, you know, it, it, it aligns to these, the, 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 these kinds of elements. It's, it's interesting then when, when that changes by the time uh, uh, mom shows up and dad shows up a little bit unfortunately only for a little bit um but but she's she's really important not so much in how her character progresses but more how she becomes a place uh, a, a rigid place around which everyone else develops. yeah she's his grounding isn't she but she's also yeah. the person that that she is, is his constant reassurance and she is the one that sees like that how he looks at sarah and how sarah looks at him no matter yeah. what he thinks she knows it's there from a very early, early point in the uh, in the series, which which yeah. just you know this gives him confidence. It does, and she knows that Sarah's into him as well. And, yeah. and like, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. Sarah will never admit it, because she's like Casey trying to be really professional. Well, Casey doesn't have any emotion anyway, but Sarah does. But she wants to be like Casey, where she's trying to just keep it together and be professional. But she also, this. but she also used to be. She used to be in love with his with his old mate. Yeah, of course. Which is which is <laughs> what died. made. It. Which is, so this, well, she thought died because he turns up. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. That's why. <laughs> I hate him as well. Sorry, yeah, yeah, see, so he's not a villain, but you make him into a villain, like you said, Marco. But yeah, yeah. okay, let's, let's move on to, um, from Ellie. I think awesome. What, what happens? Awesome could have been dead boring if you kept on just saying awesome the whole way through this season, this series. But as soon as he finds out, yeah, about, about Chuck. That's it. I thought the show changed in itself as well because now at home he's got a bit of an ally, you know. <laughs> and then when he's when yeah, he's, I thought all of a sudden he he gone from being the awesome one to <laughs> yes. Chuck is more awesome than me. And yeah. how cool is that? Well, well, but, but but the funny thing is he was still like um, again can't remember, not sure which episode, but there's like like this line sums him up. Um, go ahead, try and run. I will catch you because I have superior form. Like he'd say that anyway. He'd yeah, say he, that he would. He would. That, that, because he was so confident in himself. This is like this is a guy that just. I mean, it, there's very few moments in the series, apart from like the really, really serious ones, where Awesome is 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 sort of daunted by what he's facing. Even when he has to, the, 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 there's an episode as well where he has to sort of uh, uh, go with them on on and he has to dress on, up on, on mission, yeah, Bond and stuff. And he eats it up. He's like, okay, I can do this. I mean, yeah, he's, he's I look so, like a spy. Yeah, I can pull this up. But yeah, doesn't uh, he quiver a little bit though with like? Like when it gets into the serious moments, I, I'm, sh- I'm oh, sure cool. I remember when he's like, "I'm not fit to shoot people" and stuff like that. You know, he kind of does go, "Oh no, not me!" <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which is what I liked that they showed the vulnerability in in that character as well. Even though he is awesome in everything you do in life, right? You could be fucking number one at gymnastics and having an amazing body, but when someone stuck six a gun in your face, mate, you're gonna shit yourself. <laughs> It's just reality, right? You're not going to be, you just can't be uh, someone who's perfect in everything. So it was nice to see that. And like Sai said, it was, I did pick that up as well, that he did actually look at Chuck sometimes in all like, you're living this life. What the? 
like, really? And you've kept it a secret as well? You? You? Loser? You know, that's the kind of the thinking they, they that's the kind of thing that they've brought up Morgan and Thingy with. So, yeah, I, 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 I saw that and I really enjoyed it when, um, when he found out. So that was a kind of, I think that was the only part where he kind of changed. There was no other parts where they're awesome. Like big story arcs. No, um, he was always a secondary thing, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, think, I, I think I think it's fascinating, like with the with the casting of this, because because to get a great show, you have to have, you have to have great casting. Like if you wrote on paper what like that character, it would he would look like awesome, and he would have a six pack, and he would be incredibly handsome, and like there there would be ten thousand American actors that could fit that. Yeah? yeah, that's what they look like a jock, and <laughs> and he fits it perfectly, right? But but the insane thing is. How this guy, because he's good. I thought he was good at what he was doing. Oh that's God, his best yeah. role. That, but that's the best role of his of his career. That's his career defining moment. That role is. Yeah. How insane is that? It is insane. Like, well, it's for a lot of them, though. I think it is for uh, Morgan as well. Was Morgan done? Uh, yeah, no, but 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 Morgan's Morgan's like a weasel looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah true. I no, no, but but. It, it, in fairness, you know he's always going to be a character actor, isn't he? Yeah, if yeah, anything, of course. He's, but, he, yeah. but, but you're but, saying, but this guy's a leading man. Be. He's a be. proper handsome leading man guy. Yeah. But but how how is he like the seventh character in a TV show? And that's the best he ever does. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird thing because that's not what you you expect from movie actors. It's <laughs> supposed, American movie actors are supposed to be this stunningly handsome dude. He is that guy. Yeah, yeah. His best role and he was great at it is awesome it's a weird thing <laughs> it is a weird thing it really is okay yeah. we're going to move on to really the the someone we haven't even talked about too much is casey um oh. because this guy made the show man you know adam baldwin he's done so much you know he's done he's done a lot you know so this this isn't career defining for him but it certainly is a big part of his career for him he absolutely adored the role and i don't think there's Many that could probably do this better, Marco, than Casey. I know you're a big fan of Casey, big big fan. Love him in the show because he's such a good foil for, like, like where 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 you can see Sarah's uh, uh, compassion clearly comes from this uh, uh, attraction to Chuck, which she denies uh, initially. Casey's just this really, really, really big, typical tough guy, and you have to chip away at him and away at him, and like, like there, there's so many awesome moments where he just he just does the typical tough guy thing, like when he phones Morgan because he's tied up and says, "Okay, Morgan, break your thumbs." What? No, I'm serious. Break your thumbs. So Morgan goes and breaks his thumbs, or <laughs> when he tells Sarah to like throw him out of the throw him out of a, a, a ledge because he has to sell it because uh, Sarah's undercover. Yeah. Um like he's just he's he's a proper you know he reminds me of a a a far more accessible version of I can't remember his name. Um it's in Police Academy, the big tough guy. Oh, the high tower. High tower. Yes, he reminds <laughs> me of that, but like 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 his his character's predicated on that. Do you know what I mean? Like Casey's the kind of guy if 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 everyone's doing a loadout, like, you know, uh, uh Chuck might go for like the, the, the tranquilizer gun with finesse and, and uh Sarah p- picks out like the, the, the silencer. Casey's going for like freaking you know, assault rifle. Yeah, and he's got. A, you know what's how he goes. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. He he is he is like the ultimate soldier. 
He well, is. It's more than yeah. just this bludgeoning, big, muscular guy. He's the ultimate soldier. Actually, it's he wouldn't need a soldier. He'd use his fists. Yeah, but but he'd want he'd want the most sophisticated. He, he no, he, not necessarily sophisticated. He would just pick the very best tool for yeah, that yeah. job because he is so studious about being great at his job. He Michael is so, so well prepared. He is. He's just got like do you know, a do, fucking... do you remember when when um. I think it was second series, maybe they were coming for the that I don't know. There was something that there was the second intersect. Um, I can't remember what it was called, and it was in like a little CD box. And um, they came, some dude came to his house, and he lives in this normal house, and he's got a normal looking car. And this dude comes to his house, so he oh, bear in mind these houses were the houses was the same little um, houses used in the spin-off that Joey Joey was in from leaving friends yeah yeah i remember that that. it was was, the same house anyway um there's another tangent um but so so this guy comes to the door and and he goes to the security panel on his wall uh uh, puts the buttons in slides down this amazing touchscreen opens up and he starts his body scan of this guy see if he's got weapons see see if he's they can identify him because he's just a delivery guy um and then he opens the door, lets him in because he's, he's fine. So he goes to get this little parcel, gives it to him. And the guy is actually a spy and he puts a mask on and squirts him with um, some kind of poison that goes all over his face. But he's got a mask on, so he's fine. And then and so so like, over the next 10 minutes, he goes to do this sort of stuff. And then Casey is dying on the floor and he still manages to, to like crawl on his back with his face bleeding all over the place. Can't see a thing. And, and, and somehow in the room, he'd already prepared for this. He has this adre- in, inside um, um, a photo frame. He smashes open. He got like wow. um, he got that. like yeah. He got um, a syringe of, of, of whatever antidote it was to this stuff. And then also he slaps the walls, and the ceiling turns into into this like um, like you know those um, what are they called the anti infectious disease guys with their big yellow um, oh, like a- stuff. Biohazard suit. Yeah, yeah, biohazard. So this biohazard yeah. shower comes on in the middle of his lounge just because he'd prepared it just in case. <laughs> He's so it fucking was, studious. You're, like, you're right. He's like, he has all of these. He has all of these quirks. Like it goes to the back of his car, and and he also has this soft side that that he always you know is is, is hidden, and and it's this great love of of his crown. Um, what's it called? The crown. The type of car. It's that type of car that's synonymous with um, FBI agents. Yeah. And and he get and but inside it, it's got all of these weapons hidden away in all of these corners of this car. It's amazing. And and the other beauty of um, Casey is that he gets all the mission side of things, but because he's a part of the Bymore, right? He gets all the comedy scenes as well. So he gets the seriousness, the action, the fighting, the shooting, everything. But then he is he is like Chuck. In the midst of all the shit that goes on in the store, but most of the time you see him just swatting them away like flies. Like they'll just be flying around. <laughs> like the scene that Marco shared to us before the show, he chucks a fucking microwave at a villain because the Bymore oh, is at, under attack a lot, a lot. <laughs> like it's so yeah. funny. But that's hilarious in itself. Yeah. It's got. And and then these, like, the greatest spy villains in the world keep coming into this Bimor. 
and none of them have died. Lester, they're all they're still alive. All of them, Big Mike, they've no clue. <laughs> Fucking. But no one noticed. No one ever ever questions why. Why are we under attack every day? <laughs> oh, it's man. brilliant, man. How many times did actually get blown up? It's blown up a couple of times at least. Yeah, the Bible yeah. has got done over a couple of times at least. Yeah, you're right. It, just... it gets robbed of everything in it yeah. by the CIA. <laughs> Mike's got a few insurance checks to sign, that's for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's, man. it's dead funny. And then, obviously, the, the next character is uh, Yvonne herself, Sarah Walker. I mean... Sorry, apart from the beauty, which obviously is there, and we've talked sex appeal earlier and everything, you know, action, she's greater. But she had so much, so many different stories. You know, her backstory is deep as it is in the show. But then she, the amount of people that she was with as well, like different stuff going on with her in the show was, was unbelievable as well. I thought just the perfect actor for that role. She hit it. Absolutely. I, I, thought, it. I thought she was phenomenal. But I think she's a phenomenal actress now. She's gone on to it. She is the most successful out of that bunch. And she, Casey's always been like a, a, a second guy. or yeah. third level actor that's in but loads of roles, stuff. Yeah. Career guy, isn't he? Because he's gone but into the last good. ship now, hasn't he? So, But she got into Dexter. She got into 24. She's in the new uh, Predator movie coming out in 2018. So, Astronaut you know. Wives Club, um, yeah. which is a big America, um, yeah, something. She's in some other thing called The Handmaid's Tale. That's coming out soon, um, yeah. Which is coming out soon. But, um, yeah, so she's she's had a good old career as well. But Dexter, she was fantastic in Dexter, I thought. Um, and, and, and which shows her, I don't know, uh, it, it, if you compare to that character, it, it, it kind of tapped into part of what she was, that cold clinical side of what she had as a cia character it's, if you look if you compare her to dexter which if you remember went in as the first hall of fame um tv show we had on a, on the box mm-hmm. um it's um she was a serial killer and she kind of started the series as that character of chuck she was this hardened she was just a proper killer and then and then she uh, chuck broke her and 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 she warmed throughout, and her, her character just grew, and 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 you saw these layers and depths to her of of um, the, this vulnerability and the pain that she'd suffered, and the love that she has for Chuck. I thought she was fantastic. I thought the character was brilliantly written, and she is phenomenal. Marco, your thoughts on Yvonne, and especially since you love Casey, the competitiveness between them two is beautiful in this show, isn't it? Who can, yeah, it's who awesome. Can kick each other, who can kick the other person's ass the best, <laughs> or the villain's awesome. ass the best? It's awesome. But the funny thing is, is like there's there's um <clears throat> there's that 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 that's sort of spread of teamwork and, and camaraderie. They almost become like what brother and sister by the end of it. Almost the the way that the, the, the dynamics go. She's she's resourceful. She's cool. She's smart. She's intelligent. She's uh, a proper action hero in this thing. She managed to milk the success of the show to end up in Mass Effect 2, which I loved, because uh, uh, she, she also manages to pull off a great brunette, uh, which is saying something. Because, like, for me, I, I, I must be honest, I've never been a fan of blondes, um, little known fact, but she is one of the few that I'd, that, that I'd even remotely consider to be. Meaning uh, that literally the only blonde I ever had in my life is the one I'm married to. 
Wow. Okay. There That's you huge. But, <laughs> yeah. But, but 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 I mean, if uh, apart from being easy on the eyes, she's also she, she, she owns this role. She 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 makes it believable, uh, and it's it's thoroughly 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 entertaining because she plays up to all the to all the 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 the, the cues that that Chuck gives her in in respect to the relationship and all the action cues in respect of all the secret agent stuff. She's just. It, it's executed perfectly, absolutely. Perfect. She can do all of it. She could be the girl next door in it. She could be beautiful. She looks beautiful loads of times. She could be dominating at times. She could do everything, you know. And she she got the scope from the show to show everything as well, you know. Even Literally in the when, first in the first episode. There you go. When yeah, she's when getting she ready for their first date. Jesus. Oh my god, it's beautiful in it. It is one of just... the great sh- great it's one of the great scenes on TV. It's just like woohoo! I'm I'm hooked, baby. I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean oh. she was I don't know what more to say, but she was she's gone down as one of my favorite TV characters and uh, I'll always love um Yvonne in this show and and Sarah Walker for me TV character wise as well. One of the best I'll ever see, you know. So Fantastic! I can't say enough. I can't thank these the creators of Chuck enough because it was brilliant. But going on to the main man, the man that the show is all about, Chuck. Uh, I think yeah. we talked about. Sorry, you said you know going. I thought he would go on to do bigger and better things. I think he got Heroes, uh, uh, a reboot of Heroes. He was in he was Thor. Tangled. He was in Thor and he, Tangled he is massive. Him. Yeah, Th- Tangled is massive, isn't it? Because there's a TV series coming now of Tangled, and he's in that. Yeah, so yeah. he's so, the voice, so, and he was just great. wealthy. You know? I think he's wealthy now. Oh, right, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But you'd think he'd get another, you know, something you would, yeah, I thought he around was, him. Yeah, yeah. How these, how these uh, TV actors go, don't they? They, they? they just reinvent themselves in another. They just get recycled all the time. If you look at the characters, if you look at the actors that have been in Chuck, like you can look at the first 50 and you know who they are and you know, you, you'll know the TV shows they've been in. And he's not. And it's kind of weird. Like, how many times can Kristen Kruk get, get recycled? Yeah, she's got recycled loads. Well, didn't Beauty she, and the Beast. Does she still have Come that? On, that's shite. Is that still Absolute. going? <laughs> Is that still yeah. going? Oh, my Being God. Serious. Terrible. Really? I don't know how they've managed that. I know. She's been in loads. She's been mm. part of loads. But, um, Marco, your thoughts on, on, on Zach? He is... He is damn cool. He's... He... He's a geek off screen as well, uh, so you, you you do get a lovely sense that that this is one of those special cases where the actual person embodies the character that he's playing off screen as well as on screen. He seems a very genuine guy, and it it it's a bit of a pity actually because you know I I think it's a little bit similar to what Sai was saying about uh, uh, Ryan who plays Captain Awesome. Like there, there's not a lot Zachary Levi lacks if you think about it. Um, so clearly he's just one of these actors that maybe just, I don't know if he's been a little bit unfortunate. No, fuck um, you. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just reading now. I'm just reading who his goddamn wife is. Missy Peregrine. Yeah. He is not unfortunate. Have you seen Missy no. Peregrine? She might be the hottest woman in the world. Apparently he, was, he did, apparently he did Broadway <laughs> last year as well. March 2016, oh, March, March 17th of 2016. God. So he got high critical praise. Five but stars guys, last guys. year as well. You can't think of anything else. He's he's married to Missy Peregrine. You need to look her up. She have you ever seen Rocky Blue? No, it's a birds TV police thing. It's crap, but Katie watches it. 
this, there was there was this. Uh, uh, we are going as tangent now. Um, this oh, semi kid, yes, twelve year olds TV show called Stick, a movie called Stick It, which was about she gymnastics. She was in Heroes as well. Was she a little bit in Heroes? Yeah, six uh, episodes. She was in uh, Reaper. Uh, Reaper. Can you remember Reaper? No. Sorry, si, you must remember <laughs> going, Reaper, right? I'm going. To, I'm going to look it up now. She was in Smallville. I had no idea. Yeah, Stick she was it. in Reaper. Go, download Stick It. I'm telling you, she's the hottest woman alive. In acting respects, though, he hasn't he hasn't necessarily gone on to to as many things as like you know you you, you look he, at he's busy he's, he's busy at home sat watching his wife. Oh no, they divorced. <laughs> I they wouldn't di- go to work they, either. They divorced. They divorced in 2015, dude. Oh man, now yeah, I feel so, sorry for him. Now I feel see <laughs> there you go on you go Marco after that yeah I feel sorry for him. He was probably cheating on him. <laughs> <With Twitter>. Anyway, <laughs> you won. Anyway. Sorry, sorry, go on. No, no. So all, I, all I was going to say is, I think, I think, in respect of his performance here in Chuck, he, he, again, another, another perfect casting. He embodies the role perfectly. He, he carries it right through. He's very believable. He's a very accessible character. Um, and I think the biggest compliment I can pay to him is that by the season finale, by all the episodes, trudging through all the episodes. Not that it's a, it's a slog, but by the time you get to the very last episode. You really, you're, you're so invested. You want him to win. You want him to come out as, as a happy guy at the end of it. Like, you're really invested in him as a character by that point, and, and you just want him to be happy. So, and, and that's the biggest compliment that I can play to, to, his, uh, to his portrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he I was could. fantastic in everything he did in this, this show. He made, like you say, he made, he made the show. Without him being cast as Chuck, it wouldn't have worked. The the vulnerability, everything from the start, and then the confidence, you know, towards the end, it just he just portrayed it perfectly, and he, he looked the part as well. He looked like a spy at the end. He really did. It's so true. Just get, if you if you think about it, right? If you swap him and Matt Balmer out, they swap them around their roles in this. It just wouldn't have worked. And he went on to have his own TV show, like White Collars, a big a big TV show that I think it lasted longer than Chuck probably. Um, and he is famous in the celebosphere now because, you know, he's handsome and gay. But if you just swap those characters around and they're th- like the same age, both very handsome, you know, 30-year-old dudes at the time, it just wouldn't work, would it? No. Yeah. yeah. No. He was brilliant. He, yeah. And I think that's the that's the, the best bit to end, really, the character part on in just saying that they, in the end, you look back and every single character was um, was so vital to the show. You take one or two of them out, one of them out, and it just wouldn't be the same again. And that's beautiful. I think that's well played. And whoever did the casting for this, in the end, they must have thought, "Wow, we fucking played a blind." <laughs> you know, there was not one that was bad. Even the guest stars. I think. I think there was something. Actually, I, I'll come out and say I don't think there's been a better use of guest stars like Timothy Dalton and you know all the. Or Brandon Ruth, you know, there's Linda Hamilton and the other guy um, that we talked about. There's not been better usage in a TV show anywhere over five seasons, 91 episodes of guest stars than I think that these guys did. Do you know what? I think it was, I think it was a really 80s throwback TV, shit, TV series because it was the kind of thing they used to do in, in, in the 80s when genuinely there would be like a – uh, it was it, most series would only go like sixteen episodes at the most, but usually about twelve. And then, and and they would have um, like a big. If you look at Miami Vice, or if you look at um, like Starsky and Hutch, they would have a very often they would have a big um, 
guest star each week. And that's why that, that's where the, the term guest star came from. Um, cause they actually were stars and they stopped doing it in like, cause TV stopped being cool. And, and, and for probably 15 or 20 years, like the big actors only went on movies, didn't they? And then kind of Kiefer Sutherland brought it back, um, with 24. And then now the big money is in TV. And, and, and I think, I think Chuck kind of recycled that and reinvented it and, and, and really dug in and, and bought those great characters back in each, uh, just using James Bond, forget like the actual put the actor. They brought James Bond into a spy movie. Yeah, they brought they brought the the, the hero from Terminator into a spy movie. They Superman. brought Superman into a spy movie. <laughs> uh, spy TV show. Exactly. They bought they bought Scott Bakula that from Quantum Leap. He they, they bought the guy from Quantum Leap to be the dad and mastermind of all of this spy tech. <laughs> It's genius. <laughs> and the, if you go the, all, all the other way, they had these buy more employees too that were in every season. But you know the one with the fuzzy hair? I think Fernando and Michael Skip Johnson, they're two that were just always at the desks. They didn't get involved. They didn't. And in the last episode or the last two episodes, they actually got lines. Words. Yeah. On the screen for, 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 for Jeff and Lester's, uh, for Jeff and Lester's big plan. So it was, they treated it, it was all done perfectly, you know? It was really, really nice. I mean, I think, I think we've covered everything. If there's anything left, guys, that you want to talk about for Chuck, Marco, Sai? Do you know what? Is there chance. is, there is, I'm Go looking on. at, I'm looking at, there's uh, two characters in IMDb who were in loads of episodes. Um, some dude, a fat kid called Fernando, apparently. That's what um, I just said, yeah. That's the two it, I just talked about, Michael Skip Johnson oh, and Fernando. Those yeah. two that had nothing to say the whole time. They were just nerds in the nerd herd, and they just they just stood in the background or got pushed around or, or, or got beaten up. Yeah, I recognize the honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then in the end, in the last two episodes, they actually got two, three words to say, which... If you go and watch the on YouTube, there's a there's a bit where you know where the director shuts it down and says that's that's a wrap, you know. Mm. And you have these characters turn up and say, you know what, they treated us so well for five years, and in the end, they even gave us some words because they were just normal people. They weren't actors, so wow. it, it was just so beautiful, you know. And so yeah, I I they treated it all perfectly. So yeah, that's what I was saying. So if there's anything else, Marco, say, Marco, you first. Ooh. Watch the show. That's all I'm going to say. Just yeah, watch the show. We've probably spoiled a lot of it, but we haven't because the ending, we haven't even talked about it and we won't because, you know what? That'll ruin it for people. And it's, um, it's, it's different. Let's put it that way. It's better than Lost, at least. But um, <laughs> leaves it, it open. It resolves itself. It's, it's got a very tangible end point that makes sense. And, like, you, you, you walk away from it and say, okay, Chuck is finished and I can move on to something else. Mm. But in a good way. Yeah. Sai, would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Go watch it. It's awesome. It's, yeah. Like, you know, other shows like Californication, stuff like that, sometimes at the end you think, what the fuck? What? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This but was fitting. This, this I don't know fitting. if I liked it, but it was definitely fitting. It was fitting. Yeah, you, you're right. I don't know if I liked it, but sometimes they're not, the, the, the perfect endings, you know, they probably aren't. And there'll be somebody always pissed off even with that, I think. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for this 90-minute almost episode. Any plugs? Um, Sai, you've been busy today. 
Yeah, go and listen to the awesomeness of me rambling on for another hour about running. Yeah, and that'll be out soon because I think this will be out before that. And uh, Marco, yourself, any any plugs? Uh, there's this show we that you and I did earlier in the week. Yeah, man, uh, really enjoyed that. So yeah. much fun. It was, it was, it was, it was cool. Go, go listen to it. We talk about this team called Liverpool and no Europe, no problem. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I thought it was cool. Yeah, go and listen to also the Gags Talent Show, uh, the planning and the thingy one. It's got it's got Graham Kelly and Cam Branch on it. Cam is absolutely hilarious with his alternate facts. He got everything wrong in that in that show. All the facts were wrong, but they were hilarious. So it's actually some comic value in there. There's plenty, plenty on the channel. Plenty coming up as well. Um, please do keep supporting this part of the channel, the AIP, the the the, the non football side of things. Keep listening, keep giving feedback. You know, just me tweeting about Chuck and how many people have come out and said they enjoyed it. You know, it'd be great to hear what you thought of this pod as well. It'd be good for the guests because they put some time in as well. Please do keep on listening. This was on the box. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.